Adrian, thank you. Good evening, everyone. Hey, have a look around you and say good evening. These are the people that you're going to talk to later on. We're going to do some group work. Okay, someone's excited about group work. Uh, we're going to ask some questions together, and I'm going to do some teaching. And I'm even going to bring some theology. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we go deep. Oh, yeah. And there's some stories, and we're going to have fun. You know, I was sitting on the sofa in the foyer with Adrian praying. And you. Henry came along, and he wanted to show me a game on his iPad, and I didn't do very well. But Henry was superb on his game. And uh, I said, Henry, we're actually praying. He goes, can I join you? I was like, yeah, go for it. And uh, I said, Henry, what do you think God wants to do? He was like, I don't know. I don't know. And Henry said, what do you want God to do? Oh, that was a great question. It was a good question, Henry. What do you want God to do? So I said, you know what I want God to do? I want God to make people who are not well better. I want God to meet with each one of us. And then Henry said, what did you say? Can't remember. He said, I can't remember. You can't remember what you said. I'll tell you what you said, Henry. You said, I want God to let us know that he loves us and he's with us. That was good. It was just pretty. It was a moment of God speaking through that little man. So, Henry, thank you. And that is my prayer that we would know that God is with us. Uh, as we look at the first of the I am sayings. So, throughout the year, we're, we're going to take nine uh, sessions. So a couple of those sessions are uh, doing something a little bit wacky, like we've got uh, praise round, campfire time in September. We've got a, a kind of prayer taking encounter out into Camborne, uh, but we're going to look at the I am saints from the Gospel of John. Next slide, please, John. Uh, just a little bit about me. I'm part of the Light Project College and Collective. Our vision is to train and connect and resource a load of evangelists and pioneers to go and make countless disciples. Uh, we do that through a BA uh, so people come and study with us uh, uh, through studying for a few years in how to let others in on what we've got as people who know about Jesus. Uh, and yeah, you can ask me more about it. I've even rather cheekily brought some prospectuses. So if you know anyone who you think, oh, they're really good at letting others know about Jesus, but they could like do better, then we want to train them. Uh, Young and old, we train absolutely everyone all over the country. Next slide, please, John. So I, I was, went up to Chester, part of my job with the college, and I was on one of these rather smart trains. I do like taking pictures of trains, but this isn't one of mine. But it was on a Virgin train. And uh, I, said, I said to my wife, Ruth, Ruth's here, I said, you know what I'm going to do? It's late. I'm, I've downloaded some things on iPlayer. I'm going to get a nice cup of tea from Pre Earl Grey, Earl Grey tea, and I'm going to catch up on uh, some of the programs on iPlayer, and I, I didn't do any of that because I, it was busy, and I sat on a table with a mum and her son and uh, her son's girlfriend, 
And uh, the, the announcer on the train, he was hilarious. He said, uh, uh, if you, if you want to buy anything from the shop, you can come and uh, we take credit card, we take coins, we um, exchange animals. And he was just doing these stupid announcements. So I was kind of thinking, you know what, I'm going to watch Steve. But we were chuckling away, and then we got talking. And I spent the entire journey going up to Chester talking with this mum and her son and her son's girlfriend. Her experience of God was not a good one. It was horrendous. As she had gone to church as a child, and the minister was very cruel and did not show the life of Jesus to her whatsoever. And she poured out her heart about the horrendous experiences that she had of church and what she thought about God. Since then, I've sent her son uh, uh, one of my books. Uh, I've written a, a novel based on the life of Philip. And I said, you'll love this book. They were doing A-levels, um, RE, A-levels. So it's like, you need to read it. You'll love it. And I sent her a little painting to remind her that God is a good father. He loves her, brings life. So we're going to look at Jesus saying, I'm the resurrection and the life. Next slide. Wonderful. And what I want to do is just give a bit of an intro. Then we're going to split up the saying into three. Going to look at I am, then we're going to look at the resurrection, and then we're going to look at the life. Is that okay? Wonderful. Now, I want you to listen to some verses from John's Gospel. We're going to spend quite a bit of time in John's Gospel tonight, and they're from John 11. Give me a wave if you've got a Bible. You got a Bible on your phone? Fantastic. Now, I'm going to pass the microphone around, and you can do a few verses at a time. I'll start us off starting at verse 17. We launch right in the middle of a story of a man called Lazarus who has died. And Jesus is on the way to visit Lazarus with his family. So it's from verse 17. I'm going to read a few verses and then give me a wave. I'm going to pass the microphone to you and you can read a few verses. Are you ready? So John chapter 11 verses 17 to 44. It's quite a long story but keep with it. Here we go. On his arrival Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know that he will rise and live again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will have life even if they die. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. 
Martha, do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are Christ, the Son of God. You are the one we hoped would come into this world. After Martha said this, she went and privately said to her sister Mary, The teacher is here and he wants to see you. As soon as Mary heard this, she got up and went out to Jesus. He was still outside the village where Martha had come to meet him. Many people had gone, come to comfort Mary, and when they saw her quickly leave the house, they thought she was going out to the tomb to cry. So they followed her. Mary went to where Jesus was. Then, as she saw him, she knelt at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw that, Mary and the people with them were crying. He was, ter he was terribly upset and asked, where have you put this body? They replied, Lord, come and you will, be you will see. Jesus started crying and the people said, see how much he loved Lazarus. Some of them said, he gives sight to the blind. Why couldn't he have been kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still terribly upset. So he went to the tomb, which was a cave with a stone, rolled against the entrance. Then he told the people to roll the stone away. But Martha said, Lord, you know that Lazarus has been dead for four days. There'll be a bad smell. Jesus replied, didn't I tell you? that if you had faith, you would see the glory of God. After the stone had been rolled away, Jesus looked up towards heaven and prayed, Father, I thank you for answering my prayer. I know that you've always answered my prayers, but I said this so that the people here would believe that you sent me. When Jesus had finished praying, he shouted, Lazarus, come out. The man who'd been dead came out. His hands and feet were wrapped with strips of burial cloth and a cloth covered his face. Jesus then told his people, untie him and let him go. Ed, that is awesome. I tried explaining to Henry what I was reading and about how they didn't have refrigerators to keep the bodies. And you weren't getting it all. And it got a bit complicated I was like, what am I saying? But then I just said, look, there was a really bad pong. And there would have been. So Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. It would have stunk. And Jesus raises him from the dead. I think Henry got it because then he went, hey, I didn't know that. Because I knew Jesus made people better, but I didn't know that he made people that better. Like from the dead. Is that right, Henry? Kind of blew you away, didn't it? All right, I'm paraphrasing here. Is that all right? Go on, go on. We're doing this talk together, so go on. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what I said. I know it's a bit different. You said it actually much better. 
Henry, if I give you my notes, could we swap and I'll paint and you speak? Should we do that? No? No, okay. Okay. So here we have this incredible statement, I am the resurrection. I am the life. John, I wonder how many of the I ams, the seven of them, the I am sayings of Jesus, do you know? Without, without cheating and looking at your awesome card, could you turn to two or three people around you and see how many I am sayings you can come up with? You know I am the resurrection and the life. See how many you can come up with. Go. I'm hearing some good ones. Okay, I'm hearing some strange ones. Okay, just 33 more seconds. See how many you can get. Oh, Abby's got some. Have you got some? No? Okay. You've got some? Okay, let's, Rebecca's going to start us off. Okay, so the first one of seven. I am... Uh, the... I am who I am. Okay, that's a brilliant one. We're going to look at that in a bit. Hey, that's, that is an extra one. Well done. That's an extra one. Yep, go on. So I think I'm the beginning, the middle, and the end. And I'm the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I like that. That, that is absolutely true. But they're not in those wonderful I am sayings from John. But, any more? Lion and the Lamb. The lion and the lamb. It's not there in John, but you're right. He does, it's there in Scripture, but in John's Gospel, these famous I am's. And any over here? Uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yes, we've got one. Yeah, no, we've got one. I'm the way, truth, and life. Any more? Light of the world. Yeah, we've got light. That's two. Good shepherd. Shepherd, got three. Who? Bread. Bread. Oh, hang on. Come back to Andy. Bread. Bread, that's four. Josh. Andrea said it. Oh, Andrea said it already. Hey, you're just giving me exercise, aren't you? What else have we got? Yeah, Joel. God the Father. Mm, he doesn't say that in these famous I am from John's Gospel, but yeah, go on. I am the door. Yes, five, the door. He does say that we're looking on the door. So we need two more. What else? What else? Yep. I am God. He does it not in these I am sayings, but he does it. I am God, yeah. I am the light. Yes, we got light. We got light already. We got light. Any more? Any more? The vine. Someone said vine. And we need one more. We need one. Go on. The vine. The vine. We got the vine. Yes. I am the tree. I am the tree and you are the leaves. Yeah, kinda. I'm the tree. You are the leaves. I like that. I like that. I'm the gate. That was the last one. That's brilliant. Put them up there, John. <laughs> he said that. Well done. So these are the seven that we're looking at this year. The resurrection, the life, the bread, the gate, the vine, the good shepherd, the way, truth, and life, the light. Is the gate not on there? The door. Okay, there we are, the door. The door. Door's fine. The door, gate. It's all right. It's okay, guys. 
It's okay. But we're going to explain throughout this year. And our prayer as the encounter team with Adrian, with Matt, with John, is that you guys would just get your heads around how awesome, how amazing Jesus is. He is the one who says all these outrageously huge, whopping great things. So let's look at I am. Why just Jesus declare I am the there's something really important in his statement in when he says I am so next slide please John it's it's from this wonderful root of I am when and you were absolutely spot on Jesus saying I am God because in John Eight, we read this outrageous claim. Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. So even before the founder of our faith, the one who was given the promise that your inheritance would outnumber the stars of the sky, the sand of the shore, you can't even count them. And here we are. Abraham's descendants through Jesus, we have become gods. God was a friend of Abraham. We are friends with God. And Jesus declares this. You know, before Abraham, thousands of years ago, I am. I am. Next slide. This is what he was getting at. In Exodus... God declares his name. So he says to Moses, say this to the people of Israel, the Lord. This is the word we use for Yahweh, which is built upon those wonderful letters in Hebrew for I am, Yahweh. The Lord, Yahweh, I am. The God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. Say this, he says, this is my name forever, and thus I am to be remembered throughout all generations. So Jesus, we, we know Jesus as God's son. Do you know that Jesus is God's son? Do you know Jesus as God, that Jesus is God. God revealed to us in the flesh. This huge, whopping, great, big I am, Yahweh. His name was so holy that like, you couldn't write it down without, you couldn't even put in the vowels for the name. You couldn't describe. You could, it was such a holy name. And even today, people will fearfully write Yahweh, God's name, I am. And Jesus is declaring, I am. Even like before Abraham, I am. God revealed to us through the Lord Jesus. I meet so many people who strive to please God. If only I could reach out to God. If only I did this. If only I could do that to please him. But we believe in a God who reaches down to us. Yahweh, huge, whopping, great, big creator. God reaching down to you and me. 
through the Lord Jesus. Yahweh, the Holy One, the Lord. Jesus is saying, I am, I am. (gasps) This is a big claim. I am. I'm not just a man. I love Jesus uh, being like a, a man, being like me. I really relate to Jesus being flesh. I can do this because I hope that's all right. Sir. No, no. Okay, Joel. Joel, is that right? I, I love the fact that he's, he's flesh and bones. He's relatable. He's, he's kind. He's the kind of person that you could sit with and talk to. He's, he's real. He's He's like you. He's like me. I love Jesus in in that way. I relate to him so much. I love sitting on the streets with people who are homeless and spending time with them. And I love the Jesus who relates to all kinds of people. But Jesus is also the Jesus who is God. He is man, 100%. But he's God, 100%. Jesus is so wonderfully huge. In the scriptures, and you just for homework, look at John 1, Hebrews 1, Colossians 1, Revelation 1. It describes Jesus in the most beautiful way. The word becoming flesh, God becoming flesh, describes Jesus as the image of the invisible God. Describes Jesus as the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. Next slide, please, John. So I am. Then, he says, the resurrection. So why do you think Jesus calls himself the resurrection? And how would you describe this title to your mates at school or at work? So imagine tomorrow morning, what did you do over the weekend? Well, hung out Saturday, went shopping a bit Sunday. Yeah, just hung out a bit Sunday night. I learned about, how would you describe it? How would you describe it? And then, hopefully, you're going to teach me something, and then I'm going to teach you some theology. Is that okay? So, turn in little groups. Why do you think Jesus calls himself the resurrection? And how would you describe this title to your mates at school that might think you're talking gobbledygook? Okay, I'm just going to give you... Four minutes or so. Okay? Okay, so first question. Why do you think Jesus calls himself the resurrection? Okay, do you want to answer, guys? Or, yeah? Um, Because he resurrected himself with no help. So, I think, well. Okay, did you hear that, guys? Because he resurrected. Fantastic, because he himself resurrected. He's the first one, like to like come without anyone helping. Resurrected from the dead. Love it. No, you don't want to say any more? Any more? Why? Why did he call himself the resurrection? Anyone? That sort of sense of turning back from something that was hopeless into something that was uh, new, uh, or, or not new, sort of br- bringing back what was, should have been to how it then became again, if that makes any sense. Yeah, okay. So restoring, restoring how life should have been. New life! Okay, any ideas from you guys? It's been said. It's been said, it's been said. Any more, any more? 
Nee? Anymore? Anymore? Uh, something that was dead is now back alive again, bringing, bringing us back alive again. Like it. So something that was dead is bringing us alive again. It's, a, it's quite zombie-like, isn't it? This walking dead. Isn't it what? No, okay, zombies and I, I don't watch zombie films, sorry. Okay, so I'm going to explain. Oh, how would you describe this title to your mates at school? Yeah, go on. The Google definition, which is the action or fact of resurrecting or being resurrected. So you would just show the Google <laughs> Well, it does say further on, um, raising from the dead or restoration to life. So, yes. Okay, okay so Jesus saying, I am the raising from the dead. Great. Any more? How would you describe to your friends or work colleagues? Has he got it? Go on, B. Sort of set it up to them to start with, like, um, the four points of... Um, I've forgotten the four points. Um, the, the God loves me, I messed up, um, died to save my sins, and now what do I choose? And then just put resurrection in there, you know? Just pop it in while you're talking about it. So four points, five points. Love it. So who's heard of the theologian N.T. Wright? Who's heard of the theologian N.T. Wright? Okay, some of us have. Okay, I have got a book by N.T. Wright here, but actually I'm going to teach you through the theologian Millie Duffett. Have you heard of the theologian Millie Duffett? Is it you? Is it yours? So, on my windowsill, <laughs> on my windowsill, I collected some seeds, and they were courgette seeds from the summer. I love collecting seeds because I just think, they're free, and I'm going to grow some really good food. So I'm not going to throw them away. I've got loads of seeds. So I just put, with a big bowl of seeds, and I've brought some of them with me, I put courgette so I you know I didn't get mixed up with pumpkin or anything like that but then I I walk through the house through the door and I hear uh, I hear I I read this sign that says here lies courgette from 2017 to 2018 here lie his remains seedy but sweet rest in peace <laughs> And it's just so silly, but it made me laugh. It just made me laugh. And, it, and it's still there on the, as you walk in. Seedy but sweet. You want to say something? It's because how you wrote it, it looked like a gravestone. Because you put courgette 2018. So I thought, you know, you need to jazz it up a bit. Make, make, <laughs> make it have a better gravestone, you know? So, um, yeah, that, that's why. No, just the seeds from the courgette. So, are they, is, is this seed dead? It's not dead. Is it, is it dead? Wait, it's not moving. Is it dead? Okay, it's definitely not moving. Is it dead? So, this seed, what I'm going to do in the summer, I'm going to bury this seed in the ground. Okay, I will pick them up in a minute. We're going to bury them. And what will happen is that life will come. It will resurrect. So it, it is somewhat dead. But the miracle 
will happen as I plant that seed. Jesus, Jesus is the one teaching Martha. So Martha, who he's got gone to Martha's brother. Martha's brother's dead. Martha says, listen, Jesus, I know that on the last day, he will rise. Now, everyone knew that. The culture, everyone knew that there was a last day, a time in the future that would come that every single person would rise again when God would judge absolutely everyone. everyone just everyone knew it. So Jesus then declares, you know that thing from the future? It's now. It's now. You see, everyone knew that future time, there would be a resurrection from the dead. In fact, there was a group that didn't believe it, and they were called the... Well, the Pharisees believed it, but the Sadducees, they were Sadducees. They didn't believe in the resurrection of the dead, but everyone else did. Everyone else did. Jesus is saying, that time from years and years and years and years to come, it's now, and it's not just a thing, it's a person. Now, N.T. Wright, he says this. This is what Jesus does to Martha. He points her to the future. Your brother will rise again. She knows, as well as Jesus does, that this is the standard Jewish Jewish teaching. They shared the vision of Isaiah 65 and 66, where you can read about a new heaven and a new earth. God's whole new world, a world like ours, only with its beauty and power enhanced and its pain, ugliness and grief abolished. Within that new world, they believed all God's people from ancient times to the present would be given new bodies. That courgette seed becoming something brand new, that seed of a person dying in the ground becoming brand new resurrected body. That's what they believed. Now Martha believes this, but a rather flat response in verse 24, it shows that it isn't at the moment very comforting. But she isn't prepared for Jesus's response. The future has burst into the present. The new creation, and with it the resurrection, has come forward from the end of time to the now. Jesus has not just come, as we sometimes say or sing, from heaven to earth. It is equally true to say that he has come from God's future into the present, into the mess and muddle of the world we know. I am the resurrection and the life. Resurrection isn't just a doctrine It isn't just a future fact. It's a person. So lastly, let's look at life. Uh, Most people don't want to die. Have you you noticed that? Most people don't want to die. (laughs) They really don't. 
I did this massive chalkboard years ago in the middle of Norwich. And a number of these responses on the chalkboard, before I die, they said, I'm not going to die. I'm going to live forever. Now, that, that was some, some responses. Others put silly things. Others put hopes and aspirations before they die. They wanted to. And I could talk all night about the hopes, the dreams, the heartache. One young lady, before I die, I want to stop self-harming, she wrote. And she passed me the bit of chalk. She said, what do I do now? I said, well, we can pray. She said, I don't know how to do that. I said, that's okay. I can pray for you. She said, please. One man, he knelt on the ground and he wrote, before I die, I want to have lived a full full life and not cut it short. And he looked at me and I looked at him and said, why have you written that, mate? He goes, to be honest, I've been planning to end my life all month and you have given me hope. Next slide, please, John. So Martha reveals something that is so true for us. Every single person, she declares, is going to rise on that last day. You and me. That very last day that Jesus comes back again, we're going to rise again. Resurrected bodies. That's true. Yes, we know that when people die, they go to heaven it's like a, a, a heaven that isn't in its fullness. There's going to be a new earth and a new heaven. But there's a key to being resurrected. And that key is found in verse 27. So Jesus says to Martha, do you believe it? Do you believe it? And she says this, verse 27. She says, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. So Martha declares that Jesus is the Savior. The key for us is that we need to declare Jesus as Savior, the the Messiah, the long-awaited one that this whole world was aching for and longing for, the one who would come and rescue all people. Do you believe that? That Jesus is the saviour, the Christ, the Messiah. He's not just a nice man. He is, I am. He's God, come to us. So Jesus makes us right with God. He gives you and I fullness and purpose of life. He gives us a commission to go and change this world. And the life and the joy of bringing that is just so good that this world doesn't need to suffer this darkness and death. It can experience life and a life in all its fullness and abundance through the Lord Jesus. So Jesus the I am, the resurrection, and 
the life. Let's pray. Lord, for those of us who need to believe that you are the saviour, those of us who need saving, Lord, would you draw close to us and tell us how much you love us. Just think of Henry's question. What do you want God to do? And I want to ask you that question tonight. What do you want God to do? Where do you need to see the I am, the almighty God? Where do you need to see the resurrection? Where do you need to see the life? Come, Holy Spirit, come and fall upon us. Come and open our hearts to the hugeness of Jesus being the I am. The God who is near, the God who walks amongst us. Being the resurrection, the one who gives us new life. The one who just pours life. In Jesus' name, amen.